0: Interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming.
1: <coughs> Not that's out of the way. Hey, it's Coolio. If you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in lovely downtown Halifax. Also, it's a little dark out there, and it's probably gonna be some rain in the forecast, but uh, we're gonna get to that in about half an hour's time. For now, it is time to take a look at what's new over at Low Bias Gaming, and uh, there's two weeks of stuff to go through since I was not here uh last week but let's get on with it there's a whole lot of dragon warrior 7 on here there's 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 one for every day of the week uh new episodes of dragon warrior 7 fragments of the forgotten past there are five episodes of iron sword wizards and warriors 2 that's the entire let's play right there uh, Jade brings us a few Let's Plays of his own. The entire series for Mad Father, four videos. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy, 68 videos. But it is it is the entire trilogy. So, as uh, to be expected, it's going to be a little long. And Your Turn to Die, which is 21 videos there. Scarlet brings us. Three new videos of Book of Demons, four new videos of Darkest Dungeon, and um, Jason with Castle of Dragon, um, which is one video long. Castle of Dragon and Iron Sword are both for the uh, Low Bias Monthly for October of 2019, which is um, games that you have rented and that you have regretted, basically so that's uh that's what's going on at little bias gaming is of course there's still the 365 days of the super nintendo with the latest games there being street racer prince of persia realm and shadow run uh we of course have the soundtracks that uh, continuously get added to the site as well with the latest one there being limbo and um of course myself with the um uh kirby's all-star legend currently going through the um kirby's dream collection mini game run and next game on the list is going to be triple deluxe That's going to be this sunday 6 to 10 on the low bias gaming youtube channel so do check it out let's get some music shall we this is square wave symphony at ckdu 88.1 fm halifax let's get it started you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 FM halifax that song was by where is it Johannes. sen and it is the main theme of today's game from the archives Hey ladies, I'm back in business. I'm not going to do the voice. My new adventure, Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, takes me, whatever the router twist of fate, from the end of the 80s directly into the 21st century and wow, how the world has changed. While my view of the world uh, and women from way back in the 1980s collides with modern reality harder than the... eh, Skip that line. I'm all set to date my way across the modern world. In a point-and-click adventure i call typical for the genre, we mutually experience how I fall head over heels in love with fate. Uh, Faith, the hot to trot assistant to the boss at Prune, a technology enterprise successful worldwide. Um, sorry, one second, guys. Since even dating is done digitally nowadays, the first thing I have to do is work on my score at Timber. The totally hip can't get anywhere without a dating app where I date women, satisfy their needs, and accordingly pick up points for my, t- for my Timber profile. And whenever I get a chance in between, always briefly check out a few new bikini pics at Instacrap. The 21st century is Gnarly Smill. Is that something they said in the 1980s? i don't even know this is leisure suit larry what dreams don't rise a uh, point-and-click adventure game for windows developed by crazy bunch published by ensemble entertainment released in 2018 the first original leisure suit larry game that actually kind of belongs in the leisure suit larry universe that has um yeah it really feels like um it was made you know by sierra except you know in 2018. Of course, Sierra has kind of gone out of existence since then, but there are still people who love the, uh, the little laugher and, uh, can't let it go. So, this game happened. This Let's Play happened. Jade has brought us 15 videos, which are available on lowbiasgaming.net for your perusal. Pretty fun time. <laughs> was Sunbeams by Skybox and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird it is time for the news of the weird Yes. And um, since I wasn't here last week, this week is going to be kind of a mix of um, a couple of stories from uh, last week and a couple of stories from the week before. And hopefully it balances out um, about in the right way. So we'll see. So, our first story unclear on the concept. Lee Dong Jin, the mayor of Jindo County in South Korea, wanted to make International Coastal Cleanup Days special for his community. So, on September 20th, the day before the global event, he instructed crews to transport more, more than a ton of trash that had already been collected from coastlines and deposit it on a pristine beach in Jindo, according to Agence France Presse. We brought in waste styrofoam and other coastal trash gathered from nearby areas so the 600 participants could carry out out cleanup activities, Lee said. He apologized for deceiving the volunteers and assured residents that uh, there was no, quote, secondary pollution. So what you're saying is that you picked up a bunch of trash and then put it on the beach so that a bunch of people could go and pick up a bunch of trash. I mean, there's always the whole reduce, reuse, and recycle, and I guess that's reusing, but usually you don't reuse trash as trash. I think you're missing the point. Our next story, news that sounds like a joke. The Hudson Regional Health Commission in New Jersey is investigating a mystery odor, according to WABC. People in Jersey City and Bayonne are uh, complained about the smell on September 24th, and officials following the wind searched in Newark but couldn't identify the source of the odor, which some described as similar to rotting fish. Being a peninsula, we can have water on three sides and sometimes at low tide you can smell the bay, explained Eduardo Ferrante. Uh, coordinator at the Office of Emergency Management. It was really nothing like that. It was a very nasty, almost like a foul meat type of smell. The HRHC is continuing to investigate the odor. What's that funky smell? Anyway. Maybe I missed something in that story, but let's just move on to the next one. Family values. Boshina uh, Sinishka, Boshena Sinishka, S- there we go, 20, and Volodymyr Zaitsev, oh boy, Russia, Volodymyr Zaitsev, 25, just got, quote, tired of looking after their toddler boys Andre 3 and Maxim 2. So in mid-August, they dropped the boys off at a homeless encampment in Zaporizhia, Ukraine, and didn't come back. The naked toddlers were washed over by men at the camp for a week as they drank from a river and foraged through trash for food until passerby Olena Teshevska uh, spotted them on August 26th and called police, reported the Daily Mail. A pediatrician who examined them at the hospital su- uh, suff- uh, said they suffered from viral infections and malnutrition. They are weak now and can barely walk, Dr. Taisa Klemenko told local media. Police are pursuing criminal charges against the parents and the boys are living in an orphanage in the meantime. But where were they going without ever knowing the way? I mean, if you, have you ever listened to the lyrics in that song? That's basically what happens. Except not to toddlers necessarily. But, yeah, that's that's n- not an example of good parenting, let's just put it that way. Bye bye Yeah, that's the next story, I guess. Interesting how News of the Weird likes to make segues like that. But anyway... Michael and Georgina Parsons, 54 neighbors in Little Bay Islands, Newfoundland, are resettling on the mainland this fall as part of a program to centralize populations and growth areas. But not the Parsons. In spite of the fact that the government will cease all services to the island on December 31st, electricity, mail delivery, ferry, and snowplow, the Parsonses have decided to stay we're not nervous michael told ctv i don't know if that's because we're just playing crazy or whatnot they're busy preparing for life off the grid purchasing a snowmobile and a wood stove and installing a solar panel system we're also learning to do without some fresh fruits and vegetables and go to more dry goods bottle goods powdered milk that sort of stuff georgina said a boat might also be a good idea just get back to the mainland and get things that you need but um yeah i mean some people will just not be moved despite the government's best efforts i guess um i remember that being the case in uh, kushbukwak park in new brunswick but um yeah if you've lived in a place for all your life you're gonna be a little reluctant when it when they tell you to leave in any case our next story overreaction Pe- uh, police were called to an ihop restaurant in asheville north carolina on september 26th after a group of patrons lost their composure when told their orange juice refills weren't free authorities told LW- uh, wlos the customers damaged the restaurant and assaulted its manager and another employee Police are examining the surveillance video in an, in an effort to identify the suspects. We never want to see an, uh, anyone injured, especially over a bill at a restaurant. Said Asheville Police Spokesperson Christina Hallingza. Over orange juice refills. Oh boy. just give them the extra the extra dollar 25 i mean it's really not that big of a deal you don't get your refill don't come out fist flying anyway creme de la weird how about that indian farmer Shyam lal yedav 74 bumped the top of his head about five years ago and shortly afterward the bumps started growing becoming what doctors call a sebaceous horn on september 18th metro news reported that yadav underwent surgery to remove the devil horn at Bagyode day turf hospital in sagar india the four inch horn was made of keratin the substance found in fingernails and hair and neurosurgeons were able to remove it with a razor However, the underlying condition will still need to be treated," explained Dr. Vishal. Uh, oh boy, Gajbia, yeah. let's go with that. A biopsy of the horn uh, of the horn showed that it was benign, and a skin graft covers the spot where it grew. And that's kind of the thing. Uh, if you take a look at a rhinoceros horn, for instance, that's also made of keratin. So. These, these horns that are basically made of hair are not really an uncommon thing in nature in general, but it is kind of weird when you're left with one on your own human head. Personally, I think it'd be kind of cool, honestly, but everyone's got their own opinions. Spoiler alert, man bites dog. Well, that was the story. No. Um, In Rio Rancho, New New Mexico, officers were called to the Rio West Mobile Home Park September 26th following reports of a violent altercation, the Albuquerque Journal reported. Chris Galvedon, authorities told the paper, had used an axe to assault a woman, causing significant injury to her hand. But as officers uh, assisted the woman, Galvedon barricaded himself inside the home and the SWAT team and New Mexico State State Police were called in to help. Negotiations continued unsuccessfully for hours until K-9 officer Diesel was sent in. Diesel ended the standoff by biting and apprehending Galvedon, but not before Galvadon bit him back. Rio Rancho police captain Andrew Rodriguez said the bite didn't break the skin, but Diesel will quote, be on antibiotics for a bit. And um yeah maybe someone should possibly send that to you can pet uh, can you pet the dog as no you cannot pet the dog in a police situation just a thought All right let me see Okay our next story here, Creme de la Weird. It started out innocently enough. A road tripping comp- couple stopped in Tat, Louisiana, Big Head Louisiana, I guess, on September 18th to let their deaf pup relieve himself. As they stretched their legs, they wandered over to the tiger truck stop petting zoo in an enclosure that's home to Caspar the camel, and the man started throwing treats inside. But when their dog breached the fence to get out of the treats, the woman, ignoring no trespassing signs, followed. As she chased the dog, her husband shoved the camel and swatted him with his hat that's when caspar lost his cool settling his 600 pound camel booty right on top of the woman she told officers from the iberville parish sheriff's office that she did the only thing she could do i bit his balls to get him off me deputy lewis hamilton jr cited the couple for leash law violations and criminal trespassing siding with caspar the camel did nothing wrong Hamilton told the advocate, the camel has never been aggressive. A veterinarian treated the camel with antibiotics after the incident. That might change the camel's disposition. Just saying. And uh, I think we have time for one more story here. Can't possibly be true. A Trumbull County, uh, Ohio sheriff's deputy pulled over an Amish buggy on Donley Road early in the morning of September 15th after the officer noticed a few oddities about the vehicle. For one, there are two Amish men inside who are drinking, and on the buggy's roof rode a 12 pack of beer. And according to Fox 8, the old-fashioned conveyance sported an unlikely modern convenience, a stereo system with large speakers. As soon as the buggy came to a stop, the two men jumped out and escaped into the heavy woods near the road. uh, Meanwhile, the horse trailing the buggy took off. Uh, The officer was able to catch up with the horse and have the buggy towed. The drivers were still at large. The buggy, quote, is a vehicle, it's on the roadway, and the laws do apply, Sheriff Deputy Joe uh, Joe Dragovic said. You're not allowed to drink and drive or operate a buggy. Yeah, that, uh, hmm. Were they really Amish? I don't think they were really Amish. Either that, or they had heavily defected but anyway this crazy world of ours man um one last story least competent criminals two football crazy fans of kansas city chiefs quarterback patrick mahomes couldn't quite pull off a heist in lawrence kansas on september 16th pulling up to mcdonald's the two ran inside grabbed a life-size cardboard cutout of mahomes and ran out stuffing the promotional piece into their car Lawrence police spokeswoman uh, spokesman rather Patrick Compton told the Lawrence Journal World that as they received the call about the theft they were working on uh, they were working a car crash nearby in which one of the vehicles just happened to have a Mahomes cut out in the back seat. Officers questioned the suspects and ordered them to appear for alleged theft. Flat pat was returned to the McDonald's Blue 22! Blue 22! Hike! Oh, they got hiked, all right. Hiked right into a ditch. Anyway, let's move on to the weather, and we do have a tropical cyclone information statement in effect for subtropical storm Melissa. A low-pressure system well south of Cape Cod has evolved into a subtropical storm, Melissa. Uh, this storm is forecast to track south of the Maritime Marine District tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. Guilt to storm force easterly winds are forecast for the offshore marine area south of Nova Scotia. Melissa will not affect land areas of Nova Scotia except for large waves and heavy pounding surf at the coast. Melissa is expected to weaken as it tracks eastward well south of Nova Scotia. Uh, another area of low pressure forming north of Subtropical storm, Melissa, will give rainfall to the Maritimes tonight and Saturday. Over areas of southern Nova Scotia, 25 to 45 millimeters are forecast. A special weather statement was issued last night for for the potential for significant rainfall associated with this low. And we also have that special weather statement. Rain and strong winds beginning this evening and continuing into Saturday. Rain will uh, spread eastward tonight to reach Cape Breton by Saturday morning. Total rainfall is mount of 20 to 40 millimeters are expected for much of nova scotia by saturday evening with some areas along uh, the atlantic coast possibly reaching or exceeding 50 millimeters along with the rain strong easterly winds gusting to 80 kilometers along the coast in the southwest will spread into eastern nova scotia by saturday morning rough and pounding surf will also uh, impact parts of the atlantic coast tonight then diminished by Saturday evening. Please continue to monitor alerts and forecasts issued by Environment Canada. So there's going to be a lot of rain and there's going to be a lot of wind uh, on the sea, but uh, let's take a look at the extended forecast here. It is currently 11 degrees and light rain shower here in Halifax um looking at uh, cloudy skies 30 percent chance of showers early this evening rain beginning this evening amount at uh, 15 to 25 millimeters Wind east 40 kilometers gusting to 60 except gusting to 80 along the coast overnight and a low of 10 degrees saturday o- uh, october 12th rain ending in the afternoon then cloudy with a six percent chance of showers or drizzle amount 10 to 20 millimeters uh, wind east 40 kilometers gusting to 60, except gusting to 80 along the coast in the morning. Wind becoming east 20, gusting to 40 near noon. High of 14, UV index of 1 or low. A- and at night, mainly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers or drizzle, fog patches, and a low of 12 degrees. Sunday, October thir- 13th, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 16, going down to a low of 11 and cloudy periods at night. Uh, Monday, October 14th, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 17, going down to a low of 11 in cloudy periods at night. Tuesday, October 15th, they have a 6% chance of showers all day with a high of 15 and a low of 10. Uh, Wednesday, October 16th, a 6% chance of showers and a high of 15 degrees, going down to a low of 12 and showers at night. And Thursday, October 17th, rain and 14 degree high. So lots of rain this coming week, but um, yeah, it's not going to be overly hot. It is is autumn, so it's that time of year. (laughs) You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and let's get to some music, shall we? was Fly Away Remastered by Diffless, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Alright, welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and today I want to talk about a game. Three of them, in fact. But... First, I want to talk about a program. Basically, this guy decided to start a consulting company back in 1991. That didn't really go anywhere, but he took up programming and make, made a simple little text mode text editor. The second version included a little minigame involving the little ASCII characters moving around on the screen. Eventually, however, the text editor part of it was dropped and the whole thing became the minigame. This included an editor so that anyone could make their own minigames with it. Anyway, if you weren't following, the, com- the, com- the company was Potomac Computer Systems. Never heard of it? Well, they're call- they are call it Epic Games nowadays. Uh, the guy was Tim Sweeney and the text editor turned turn computer game was ZZT. And oddly enough, despite the fact that it was even behind for its own time, p- there are still people using it today. In fact, there's an entire website devoted to preserving every ZZT game they can find and showing off some of the best and worst entries. So today we're going to take a look at a few of them that have come out within the last year. Now keep in mind that when I talk about the presentation, we're limited to standard ASCII text, e.g. A 16 color palette, and PC speaker sound, so well, this is all going to be relative to that scale and there might not be a whole lot to say. <clears throat> first here is yuki and the space show this is an action game created by zephyr and released on september 11th 2019 without rhyme or reason yuki was randomly ad- abductive i mean chosen to participate in an intergalactic show called to the end of space time as she's discovered that they also took her cat and she needs to clear the show's dangerous stunts to get the poor kitty back she has no choice but to face the gauntlet so first how does it look The answer? Very colorful for the most part. A little too colorful sometimes though, if you're photosensitive you may want to consider looking away for a couple of parts. I do hope that there's going to be some notices about that in a future version, Well, we'll see. It has some fairly diverse music too, most of it original and all of it pretty good. As for the gameplay, for some reason I get a big time Smash TV vibe from this. Even though the gameplay isn't really Smash TV at at its core, the player is sent through arena after arena of dangerous challenges of different different kinds, from physical arcade-style challenges to creative bosses to more strategic, sometimes game-breaking puzzles. Admittedly, most of this isn't in Smash TV. Maybe it's because of the setting, the fact that it's a TV show? Secret ending kind of encourages this line of thought too. I'll let you discover that ending for yourselves. However, despite this, Zephyr has not actually played or even heard of Smash TV in the past. He is, however, more familiar with Running Man, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that inspired the former, so at the very least, the parallels between the two do make sense to some degree. In any case, um... In any case, Yuki in the Space Show is definitely more recommended for advanced players, but there is much enjoyable challenge and tricky secrets for the avid participant to find. Next we'll have a look at For Elise. This is a dungeon crawl game created by Lancer X and released July 18th, 2019. You play as you, I guess, in the year 2050. Everything in the world is in decline. On top of that, one fine day you take a wrong turn walking home, start walking along for hours and next thing you know you wake up in a dungeon and get the feeling that a lot of time just passed since you're last awake. A few floors down and there's an underground town. Maybe they can tell you what's going on. First the presentation and frankly there is a high expectation whenever Lance Rex is involved and he does not disappoint. There's a high level of detail in each map, whether it's the simple caves and labyrinths, the vibrant town, or the very spectacle at the bottom of the world. Also the music featured in the town does something interesting. Despite being three boards tall, it's possible to go from board to board and have the music follow along, which doesn't sound super impressive for most games, but it's something that just simply can't be done easily in ZZT considering that every object is only present in a single board. There's also something about the gameplay that you simply don't see in ZZT games. It's actually turn-based. Yeah, it's a turn-based dungeon hack game in ZZT. There is no built-in way or even a simple or reliable way to pull this off correctly, but this game somehow managed to find something that… does the job. it also makes clever use of ZZT's various item counters and variables, where it's not otherwise possible to store and evaluate numbers. Uh, there, there is a lot going on in the background to keep this game running smoothly. And considering a size, excuse me, a size limit of a mere 32 kilobytes per world, there's not much room to do it in. But somehow, it all works. Lancer X was around while this was being played for the Worlds of ZZT livestream. Who, in response to someone pointing out that he usually makes ga- uh, uh, games in ZZT's cousin Megazooks, pointed out the fact that this game was also made in Megazooks, which is to say, he made a fully functional ZZT editor in Megazooks, specifically tailored for his needs in making for release. As a result, he's simultaneously kept his streak of making amazing games in Megazooks and broke his streak of making Megazooks games. Who knew that was possible? In any case, this one is definitely worth a look. Finally, a quick look at Kerfuffle. This is an arcade action game created by K-Kairos and released on January 3rd, 2019. Kurt E. Rafuffle or sorry, Rufufle, apparently, according to the story. Uh, renowned Beast Basher was on vacation with his wife Elsie when suddenly he was jumped by a gang called the Grues. Um, now he has to fight his way through the Gru gang to, res- to rescue his damsel in distress. The gameplay mean, uh, sorry, the presentation, as we usually start, is pretty simple, especially considering that the entire gameplay happens on a single board. Each room on that board has a fairly distinct room style. Not much to say about the sound, it has a few custom sound effects or flavor, but not really any music to speak of. The gameplay, meanwhile, is also pretty straightforward. Uh, Each room has an action-based challenge, alternating between action-based... I wrote this a little quickly. Each room is either an action-based challenge or a boss from the Gru Gang, is what I'm trying to say. The challenges are generally pretty simple and compact, but do offer their own level of difficulty, getting progressively trickier as the game advances. At its core, though, Kerfuffle is a score attack game. Getting hit causes the game to reset, though the player can skip rooms if they've defeated any bosses. In addition, though, getting hit hit causes the the. Words! Getting hit also causes the score to be reset and causes the player to lose one gem, the latter of which are converted to score at the end of the game. Ideally, a player would want to get through the entire game without getting hit and also finding all of the gems in the secret rooms, but that's easier said than done. Oddly enough, Kerfuffle started with an idea of trying to recreate the Dark Souls mechanic in ZZT. It didn't quite end up doing that, but the result still makes for an interesting play that'll keep the average player going for at least a good 20 to 30 minutes. So, little quick thing to play there. So, there you go. Despite its humble origins, ZZT is still loved and still has a cult following. Dr. Doss's Museum of ZZT uh, aims to to find and preserve every ZZT game that he can get his hands on and can be found at museumofzzt.com. On top of that... He semi-regularly streams some of his games, and if that interests you, you can look for Worlds of ZZT on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. From the best of the best to the absolute trash, it's all there. If only Epic remembered how to make games like this, but it'll probably take him far longer than a Fortnite to figure that one out again. And one thing before we go back to music here is that, um... Worlds of ZZT also offers their game available for online play, so you don't even need to download and set up ZZT. All you need to do is go to the website and select a game to play. It's just that easy. So, let's get some more music. You're listening to Squarewave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM, Halifax. was realizations by light shift and you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 fm halifax And I've found a thing, yes, I've found a thing, I'll share that thing with you in a segment that I like to call I've found a thing. You know that little smell that you get sometimes when you're handling cash or handling like a metal bar or something? That's weird metallic smell, right? Wrong. Metal doesn't have a smell. That uh, might surprise you, but um, yeah, let's find out a little more about that, shall we? why does metal smell? Chemists have have found a surprising answer. It doesn't. A metal smell is, a metallic smell is just body odor. Which is an article here from Nature News um, by Philip Ball published online 25th of October 2006. After you've grasped, uh, grasped an iron railing, a door handle, or a piece of steel cutlery, your hand often gives off what seems to be a metallic odor. But Dietmar Glindemann of the University of Leipzig, Germany, and his co-workers say that you're not smelling the metal at all. They have found that the musty odor comes from the chemical compounds in your system, which are transformed into an instant uh, in an instant by the touch of iron. They report the results in the international edition of... Agevant de chemie, which I don't really know what that is in English, but there you go. Uh, copper has a similar effect, accounting for the metal smell created by handling coins made of copper alloys. When the shopkeeper hands you a coin, says Glynderman, you're smelling his body odor. The smelly reactions induced by these metals create quote, the sensory illusion that is the metal in itself that we smell right after touching it, the the researchers say. In other words, a metallic smell is only deemed to be so by association. Glindemann began studying this question years ago when he he became curious about the garlic-tinged metallic aroma of iron after it has been touched by a sweaty palm. He found that the acids naturally present in sweat induce reactions between carbon and phosphorus impurities typically present in iron, generating smelly volatile molecules called organophosphins but the metallic smell left on your hands after you touch iron or copper was different from this uh, scent of metal such by acid in the lab. This problem tortured me for five or six years, Glenman says. Um, I am running a bit short on time, but um, it is an interesting thing to read. And it's kind of, it is kind of interesting to think that the smell that we associate with metal isn't the smell of metal um so i will have a link available for this article uh in the usual places on um the podcast description and all that so if you want to give that a read by all means it's cool it's a cool story you're listening to square wave symphony on ckdu 88.1 fm halifax that last one was rocket kick with destruction of arcadia which brings us to the end of our show i do hope that you enjoyed the show today and uh, hope that you will enjoy it next week when i'm back but for now that is all there is Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electro Theft Wars podcast by Jason Partner of Low Bias Gaming, LowbiasGaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrew's McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Segment music composed by myself, Madame Namiki, Nuri Kikimikuris, Twilight of Defect, Niflis, Prink Projects, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the astrology show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7pm and The Vinyl Factory at 8.30 comments questions want your chiptunes featured on the show email me at square sim at low gaming.net or get in touch on twitter at square sim s-y-m you can also call the ckdu feedback line at 902-494-8041 there's also a podcast version of this show It's available at low bias gaming.net slash square sim or just search for square wave, square wave symphony square wave is one word on apple podcast google player tune in radio or pretty much any podcast app you prefer this has been SquareWave Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, I'm Coolier if you don't know, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm going
0: to the right of the